0: Okay, are you ready? Uh, yes. Roll the intro. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand spanking new episode of... Spanking! He's getting, he's getting it now. You getting it now? <laughs> of Bitcade, uh, this is episode thirty-five. Is this thirty-five?
1: I don't fucking know,
0: dude. The days and the months and the years are blurring together with this garbage, um, and because of that, we are coming to you in audio form. Uh, you guys in each bit will actually get some different gameplay, so that it's kind of a a different situation going on and of you know, whatnot. We don't know what games we're going to pick, but you, you're seeing it right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's why there's no video of us. But we hope that, you know, by the next Bitcade, we are back to you guys in our regular form. But for now, we're just in audio versions. Speaking of us, there's two of us. Ashton is joining me, like always. Uh-huh. Um, he's very attentive to the situation. <laughs> he's very aware of where he's at currently. <laughs>
1: Look, man, I just got a four-day stretch, working in the hospital. I don't need your fucking shit. Hi, everybody.
0: <laughs> and my name is Ryan Moore and this is Bitcade. Um, We are going to be talking about, first, Xbox and PlayStation are added again, and they're slowly revealing more and more to us um, in yes. more ways than one.
1: Got some interesting designer news uh, for the Sony PlayStation controller.
0: <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> you hiccup and a verb? Uh, I did, I did.
1: Um, so, we,
0: hold on, we gotta, we gotta figure out what, what we're gonna talk about in the next episodes too, so that the people watching this bit know what's happening in the next bits. <laughs> hold your horses, there, Ashton. Fine. I know you're rearing into this. Second, we're going to be talking about our update on the current draft that we did uh, with Taryn and Nate. And lastly, we'll be talking about Game of the Decade, but we will be talking about not one year, but two years, 2012 and 2013, at the end of this episode. This is BitCade. Let's get into it. Ashton, now you can talk about (laughs) what is going on with the whole PlayStation and Xbox battle that's happening for our love and affection. Well, like two divorced parents probably, trying to fight for love. Jesus. <laughs> oh, they got too real.
1: <laughs> as probably all of you have seen, PlayStation just released their, honestly, like their pictures of the PlayStation 5 controller and some of the features on it. Um, it's this two-tone black and white kind of controller where it just looks kind of, it looks weird. Um it it's um it's it's kind of a cross between almost like an Xbox controller and like a Nintendo Switch Pro controller. Um that's like the best way I can put it. And um yeah, I think like what they're trying to go for here is gonna be more of like the futuristic kind of uh, standout standoutish look. Um, which would be interesting to see if their console kind of follows suit. That'd be kinda sweet to see a two tone console in my opinion. Um, just a little stick out a little bit more for me personally, mm-hmm. but, um, I, I guess like the main things, um, to be excited about the, the controller is, um, uh, like the new features that it has. Like, um, for example, the one that I'm, um, most excited about is the, um, the haptic vi- vibration, like what you'll have in like your phone and, um, almost kind of like the switch. Um, basically if you, um, or pushing down the trigger. Um, when you're po- like pulling back a bow uh, with an arrow and you're going to shoot something like in The Last of Us 2, um, you're going to feel a uh, vibration um, kind of change the more you pull it back, um, according to Sony. Uh, don't know how often that will be used because, again, that's like a very specific uh situation you're going to be in uh also you're going to feel different types of vibration for different terrain that you're on uh and so in the sticks there you know when you're running through like mud it's going to feel different than if you're running through like snow or sand uh, or grass Uh, it's the vibration is going to change i'm I'm assuming they just have it set for like these different profiles they just kind of tag them Uh, instead of just a generalized vibration um that we all have now on console. So I mean that's that's the most notable changes. And then they also have a mic built into the controller, which is probably gonna be shit. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, I can't even imagine like <laughs> if that if if I couldn't freaking stand a connect microphone, you think I'm gonna like a microphone that's built yeah. into a controller?
1: And and the thing is too, is that they're not even um they're not even really touting it off as like a really special feature either. Like they put a lot of work into it. They're like, "Yeah, it's going to be great for if you want to say something really quick to your team and, you know, and then and then be done with it. But if you're going to be talking on there, you probably want to use a headset." I'm like, "Okay, oh, then just yeah, use yeah, your yeah. fucking headset. What why would you guys waste money on this?"
0: Come on. Now, do you see that they the L2 and R2 buttons use adaptive triggers? So players can quote truly feel the tension of your actions like when drawing a bow or to shoot an arrow, which is what you were saying, but it's like the 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 button itself is completely different. It's a lot more thicker than the dual shock four yeah. and three were. Like, with but the-
1: my my issue with with their their triggers though is that they're still curved down. So like your,
0: your the fingers. L2 and R, the, I mean, sorry, the L1 and R1 buttons look weird. They look like thick, like pieces of plastic, like you'd see on like some yeah, so, bootleg China controller, like here. Yeah, and
1: it's 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 why I feel it's really similar looking to the Switch Pro controller because they're, I'm gonna be honest, their buttons um, are very cheaply. Oh made. yeah, yeah tell like the material is not good material, like versus like the Sony and the traditional Sony and Xbox controllers, um, you know, they're like, they're actually pretty decent quality in terms of like all the all the buttons. Um, but like, I don't even know what's going on with that D pad. I don't know. It, it's like, like it doesn't jut out like hardly at all for like any of the buttons on the
0: controller. The it looks the like controller. a PS Vita gamepad. <laughs>
1: Which was yeah, terribly
0: small, so I'm assuming it's not that small. But it almost feels like it's like
1: was... set to almost be flush with with the face of the controller. Mm-hmm. Like that's how the uh, Vita was. Uh, it's it's really interesting. I'm, I'm uh, I am curious. I got to find someone who's going to get it day one. and I want to get my hands on.
0: It. Uh, Nate probably will get uh, it. Yeah, he is a Sony fan. Yeah. Well, because he plays all of his Xbox games on PC. Um, yeah, they are going to USB C so yeah same with the xbox yeah so. yeah yeah. but i mean they made the, the f- announcement
1: it's it was a needed thing they should have done it last gen um both both companies should have done it last gen but you know i guess it's cheaper now than it was back then i guess mm-hmm. but uh yeah i mean it's you know it's cool they still have that weird light thing that's just on the front of the controller now instead of the back uh i still don't really see the point of having that but that's just me um, it does look cool for the aesthetic more on this controller than it did the PS4, though. I will say that because it's uh, it looks pretty sweet. And actually, if you go on Twitter, IGN just posted um, people basically making recolors. of. Uh... I did
0: see the Super Mario one. Oh, dude, you
1: got to see the God of War one. That one's fucking sick. It's like a okay. white and maroon. And then the P- PlayStation logo at the bottom is like fucking uh, like this bright blue and just everything pops on it. It's fucking clean. Oh, if okay. They, they, that... they post a video.
0: Oh. oh, the Spider-Man one, though.
1: Yeah, so people are... Okay, we the have thing. the Last people of Us going, through and of making a one. Making yeah reskins, basically, of it. Um,
0: but you, you know they'll never things. do this.
1: No. Well, no. They're not going to take ideas. Um, now, they should, though, because Xbox, I'm sure, is making a decent amount of money off of their Xbox design lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you get to basically make your own controller, you can usually most times you can find a deal where they're you know you can get it engraved for free, um, which is only five dollars anyway. So I mean, I don't know. I could I could see them making a lot of money. They're not really over the years. They haven't been really into like the themed controllers or like different colors other than like you know PlayStation Four had a few camo controllers, a um, couple different recolors. Um, but nothing too crazy. A couple ones that have the metallic finish on them, but nothing that, uh, nothing in comparison to like how Xbox has it. Like, see, Thieves controller, fucking one of a kind. You'd never see a controller like this anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but like, stuff like that, you know, having the ability to, you know, have your shit stand out, you know, it's, it's, it's that weird effect. Uh, that you have, that you see in uh, a lot of gamers on PC as well, where they have the whole RGB setup. You know, hey, look at me, I'm a fucking gamer. Come one v one me, kid. Come one v one me. You got lights? You got lights? Huh? Yeah, you're trash, trash. These uh these rainbow lights make my gameplay that much better. Yeah.
0: Um, I I I'm gonna send you this comparison list here, Ashton, through uh through text, so that you can kind of take charge of this comparing thing um and then as you're kind of reading that let let me know when you get it um ign made this full-on chart that has the ps5 xbox uh, series x comparison from everything uh that they have here uh pretty much like the basic features to super extreme features and um since we're talking about controllers i'll talk about that for right now while you kind of go down the list of things that you want to talk about on Uh, the other the high-tech specs But, um, oh, are we talking about the consoles or the controllers? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about the controllers to kind of keep us in this and segue into the comparison oh, okay. chart so that you can pull yeah. out some big information there. Uh, but right now, as of uh, mi- beginning of April, uh, this is all the information that we have so far of 2020. Um, that we were just talking about the controllers. PS5 is now called the DualSense. Is not a DualShock anymore. They took that yeah. away. Uh, so we don't know what a sense, we don't know what dual sense means yet. Well, the dual other sense. Other than this, like, vibration that, thing. Is that yeah, what we're going that's off that's basically of? what it
1: is. Oh, okay, it's That's basically what it is. Because okay. it's it's um, getting your senses more in line with the immersive environments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that way you can feel the grass. You can feel the pulling back on the string of the bow. Yeah. You can feel that stuff independent. Um, shock is like, shoots the controller with vibration, the entire controller.
0: Yeah. The Xbox Series X will obviously use its own controller, but they're just calling it the Xbox Series X wireless controller with also the Xbox One controller is compatible. Uh, Controller features are haptic feedback, uh, adaptive triggers, built-in microphone array, which is what we've said. While the Xbox has haptic feedback, hybrid D-pad, which we've kind of seen pictures of, uh, dynamic latency input, Bluetooth low-energy pairing.
1: Yeah, so basically they're using a different type of Bluetooth here, um, where it's basically gonna update the console faster. It's gonna have a higher like uh refresh rate for lack of a better term. Um, so it's updating your console quicker. So I'm I'm curious to see what the actual numbers are in terms of milliseconds of uh input input lag, but uh
0: um, content sharing everything. is the uh the creep button is the social pla- to social platforms that we haven't seen yet. Who knows even where you're uploading that to because um facebook doesn't you can't do facebook with playstation 4 right now so we'll see what happens and then the share button uh and social platforms are to be announced for xbox as well the share button Mm -hmm. compared to the create button uh headset compatible yes it is just a yes and then the xbox one uh not the xbox one but the xbox controller will actually be backwards compatible. So you can actually use Xbox One yeah. control or headsets on the Series X and um, yeah. Xbox One controllers.
1: So I it's still kind of uh not fully understood how that's gonna work though. Um, unless they're gonna be using their um, probably the three wireless um oh yeah well not everybody uses a three point five though true. True. either because yeah. they have that uh some of their newer mics like the Arctic and whatnot um, the Steel series, they run off of a wireless connection straight to the Xbox. Um, uh, I forgot what it's called. Um, but I have a feeling they might be doing that. in a lot of uh, they're working with a lot of um, headset companies uh, to make sure that their shit's going to work. So that way people don't have to buy new headsets mm-hmm. like me because I use a SPDIF um, output there, a lot, optical. Uh, connection for my transmitter for my turtle beach headset uh which they will not have on the next so i'm curious to see how my audio is gonna be looking um i have a feeling they might end up maybe having like a to usb converter uh, or or something like that Uh, or if you're lucky you'll have a tv
0: with an optical uh and most tvs do have that nowadays so it's kind of give and take so
1: yeah, and and most monitors it have it too. Some, well, I guess yeah. higher
0: end monitors have
1: that. It's it is an older technology, so that's why they're yeah. I it's, I guess it's becoming, out. Uh, yeah, it's it's getting phased out, unfortunately.
0: Controller batteries, which we did say for PlayStation, will be rechargeable. Um, and then with the Xbox, you will have AA batteries, uh, or you can buy the uh, extension pack, which is the same Xbox charger pack that's been out for, ever, um, well since the Xbox One. Because it's the same batteries. (laughs) It's the same battery port. Uh, Charging cables, uh, USB Type C, and also USB Type C for the Xbox as well. So they're both USB charging cables for Type C. So when you do buy an Xbox charge pack, if you don't want to do double A's, you can charge your controller using the USB C. So it does have that option. It's not the Xbox controller doesn't have chargeable batteries. You can do that, it's just not going to come with it um for yeah you have
1: to buy them separately
0: and i guess that's just preference if you guys like it or not motion control to be announced both of them have not talked about motion control ps4 definitely uses it in a lot of their games but they might they might drop it maybe
1: i don't know because we're still waiting on psvr2 uh i don't know mm-hmm. we haven't heard anything about that. i think
0: we won't hear about that until next year in my opinion probably 2021 they got to get rid of I mean, they got to get this one out first see if people want it but
1: yeah i guess yeah uh, uh it'll, it'll be interesting yeah see. was
0: there anything that you wanted to talk about in the uh in the um, features guide here for the console for the itself for the console itself the consoles
1: uh for the consoles um i guess both of them are touting like a new 3d audio um uh for basically people who don't really know what the fuck that means uh it's basically more realistic as if like you're there like how Sound bounces off objects like echoes and stuff, and explosions and guns are gonna sound more realistic as if you're actually there.
0: Pretty much Uh, if you're playing Call of Duty or some sort of shooter online and you don't have headphones on, you're doing yourself a disservice. (laughs) Like because people are gonna abuse this. It's gonna be an advantage to making games way more. It is
1: it is gonna be an advantage. So it's you're gonna definitely want a headset. You don't have to get the top of the line headset as long as you're able to do stereo. They haven't really talked about the surround sound too much in terms of 5.1 and 7.1 as of like how they said they're not going to talk about it. Uh, Mike Cerny for Sony specifically said we're not going to talk about that. So I don't know what the fuck that even means. (laughs) Um, I don't know what their plans are for that. Um, uh, Yeah, that'll be interesting. So that's basically PlayStation 5, their selling point right now is their audio technology and uh, their load speeds. That's pretty much what they got going for the console itself. We're not talking about exclusives. Angry fanboys in the comments, relax. <laughs> um, uh, Series X, they are touting uh, just raw power. Raw power and, uh, yeah, basically that. I mean, it's they're saying they're they're going to be able to accomplish on a lot of games of course it's up to the developer to include it and optimize it appropriately to work but uh, a lot of games are going to be able to do 4k 60 frames with ray tracing on um
0: which to me without... i'm still thinking that these these consoles are so beefy yeah, as it's it's hard yes. to even comprehend that because like like i still say to this day when i saw that hellblade trailer and they were like, this is in engine. I'm like, you're out of your goddamn mind. This does not look, this is a fucking yeah, movie. Like, there's no way crazy. that this is a game. And if the game looks like that, I mean, Hellblade, the first game, was already good. I mean, there's obviously spliced in live action that is in that game, yeah. but still, the gameplay aspect of it still is really cool looking. So, and that's like the first look that we got into an Xbox Series X first party game. Like, that's going to be a first party game. Made by Microsoft, and that's probably going to be our big launch game. I I think I think that's going to be the big launch game alongside Halo, and maybe we might get Forza, but I, I don't know. I think if if they come uh, out with yeah. Hellblade, Forza, Halo, as their three like here's our big AAA games, and then here's all of our little ones that kind of come around you know a couple months later or into the next year. I think they might have a good lineup. Like,
1: well, yeah, they're what they're saying right now is like, we're not worried about titles, you know, specifically because you don't want all your good games to come out the gate and then have nothing for the rest of the year. So he's like, we're going to do some nice spacing out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's sure part of the game. Well cooked and ready to go, and it's not, they're going to go off with a hitch. I, I like, okay, so this is, this is why I fucking, um, I love Phil Spencer. He is straight up all about making sure the team has what they need to send the games out looking great, looking polished. Just like, look, I don't want to send games out. I don't want to rush them. Like, look, are you going to be able to do this time window? If not, you got to let me know. That way I don't accidentally say, yeah, this game's coming out and it's not coming out.
0: Yeah, because we've we've done that before and it doesn't work (laughs) out
1: for us. Exactly. And he's... He's fucking on it in terms of, like, transparency. He's, he's hey, what I can tell you is what I can tell you. If I'm saying it's going to come out, it's going to come out. Doesn't matter. And he's saying that even right now, they're not going to hold the console launch back um, for any specific game. So, like, the big main selling game that's going to be releasing with the console on Game Pass is going to be Halo Infinite. Mm -hmm. Um, They haven't commented yet due to the situation. Don't say it because YouTube will pick it up. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's
0: a thing. Um, oh, but, that's uh, why people have been censoring themselves when they say yes. that word. Okay. I think it's, I may have said in the it, beginning, I might have to bleep it. It's
1: like that. you're saying a fucking slur. Why? It's, not, it's, it's so dumb. I don't so know. Dumb.
0: That's a whole different thing. Anyway, back to this. Back to this. We won't um, talk about the bad stuff. You're so, here to be entertained. We're here to entertain you and give you information yeah. about cool stuff.
1: Fuck the website below us. Yes. All right. So okay. basically,. Um, there is talk that some games might be pushed um, that we're going to be releasing around, uh, but the console launch is not going to be pushed uh, in. You know, due to that, due to the games not being ready, it's, it's just going to come out when it comes out. Now, according to uh, Phil Spencer, they're still on track to come out holiday twenty twenty, which we haven't gotten an update from Sony on where they're at. Um, I, I believe Xbox was a little bit further ahead in the production than uh, PlayStation was, though, because they did start earlier on the development console. So, Hmm. so far, they're on track, um, but he's not making any promises that, you know, like dates or anything like that because China's just now ramping up their factories and getting into work at a normal pace. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I know that there have been a lot of concerns of, like, will the new console sell out because will they have... Only a limited run of them for a while and then not have them for a specific probably, amount of time.
1: Um, worst case, they'll probably have a limited run and which is going to be fine anyway, because most people aren't going to be able to afford this beefy console when it first comes out anyway with everything that's going on. Well, the on. thing is
0: for Xbox gamers, it's fine because <laughs> they're the Xbox has already said like all their, their games are going to be running on that anyway. So you can essentially pick up. And, and the other thing is, is like if you wanted to get a series X, and you wanted to play cyberpunk you can still play cyberpunk on xbox one and get a free upgrade to the series x which they have still not said that playstation will get so i'm wondering who decided that um but well let's just
1: say that xbox is definitely more pro consumer (laughs) let's just say that full full backwards compatibility not just like 100 games from ps4 just yeah
0: they did Game come back and say the that pass- there is a hundred, oh, a, a thousand plus games. They did oh, say a that thousand. They're of, saying a thousand of, now. of okay. top li- of like games from PlayStation and whatnot. Now
1: you could make the argument that oh yeah, you're not going to want to play a lot of those games anyway. Sure, fine. I but still go back and
0: play in some of the some of the old games every once. In yeah, a but home. most most people don't. That's probably true. Yeah, I just started playing. I don't, uh, don't want
1: to be too one sided here because I do prefer Xbox, but yeah, it's it's um. Y- <sighs> Xbox legitimately has the best deal in gaming. Yeah. Has the best deal in gaming period. Uh and especially now with their um their free updates, you know, for optimization, which you get on PC anyway. Um they just cuz you just play on any setting you want. Um so it just makes sense that you shouldn't have to pay more than one time for a game,
0: right? You see that the uh Xbox One X is now like 299?
1: oh yeah yeah that's on sale now uh um, i think that's its price
0: they, yeah i think they've dropped it officially I,
1: they, they they might be dropping officially but you see that every year um new console this is the previous one will drop bucks yeah um because yeah. i think it was it, it started at 4.99 and then it ended up going down to like 4.50 and then 3.99 and now it's at 2.99 yeah
0: so, which i think is a great um, deal if you don't yeah I, it is, I, it's, it is it's, it's a, a fantastic deal. deal and now you can, get, can get like support you can get star wars with it nba with it i wouldn't get nba because you can get that for free on game pass um but yeah there's some pretty good bundles yeah. for it all right so uh, it's good. is there anything else that you would like to specifically talk about before we <coughs> shove off? no no nope. no nope. okay good. before we end it though price predictions
1: oh price price
0: predictions let's go um, let's start with playstation 5 what do you think the playstation 5 is going to come out to
1: I think they'll come out at four hundred.
0: Four hundred. Three ninety nine.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um I think the Xbox will come out at uh four
0: fifty or four ninety nine. So you're thinking that so to be more specific though, we're gonna let's say Xbox is gonna make the two consoles. All right. We haven't seen the other console, but let's say that they do. You're saying that the Xbox Series X will be f- f- uh f- what is it? It would be $450. four fifty. You're, you're saying four ninety nine? Oh, you're saying five hundred dollars? I'd say a
1: max at five hundred because the Series X was five hundred.
0: Interesting. So you're saying Xbox is gonna be a hundred dollars more than a PS five?
1: Maybe. Now I'm
0: saying now, I don't it well, might want okay not also. You gotta you gotta hammer one I'm in saying, here.
1: I'm saying maybe not probably closer to the four fifty range. And the reason I okay. say that is because they did a hundred dollars time and it did not work out but their console is also way more shitty <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the xbox one the vanilla xbox one was garbage compared to the ps4 yes uh that's yeah. a given but the, the base as of right yeah. now xbox one x is the most powerful console on the market mm-hmm. currently
0: so so you're saying you're locking in stone for right now for the for this episode ps5 399 and 400 dollars and then mm-hmm. for the Xbox Series X you are saying 450 yeah okay and what about this other console let's say they have a third they they there's the the light version
1: uh i have a feeling that it'll probably be like uh 250 or 300
0: 250 <laughs> or 300 but, but not uh no
1: 300 300, 300. so
0: you're yeah. saying Xbox is going to go 300 and 450 and then for their consoles if they come out with a second one and then well, you know, judging by the fact that they haven't talked about the second one this whole year, I don't think we're going to get a second one until next year. No, because
1: yeah, because honestly they're going to want to, they're going to want to sell their big boy. um, So that way they can show off all that stuff. But you guys also remember that every time they sell a console, they lose money.
0: Now we'll say Phil Spencer has said price is not going to be an issue.
1: Yeah, but okay. they also said that um I believe I think Sony's doing this too, but um there's going to be payment plans so you just pay it monthly.
0: Yeah. There uh, there's that right so. now. They've they've been doing that for a while. Yeah. So, so you're I mean, saying that, 450 that Xbox, PlayStation 400, saying $50 yeah. more for a Xbox Series X. Yeah, and okay. I feel it's justified too. Okay. So I think PlayStation's going to come out and they're like, we can't, we can't hit five hundred dollars if we're gonna just topple people over. <laughs> we can't do it. No. There's just no way. So they're gonna come out at the four hundred dollar range. But I think Microsoft is gonna go cheaper, and they'll hit three fifty. Oh, but they're oh, man, if they do that, I think they're gonna go three fifty because I think somebody's I think at this point, Microsoft has gotta be like, fuck you to everybody. We'll take the loss. We'll get everyone because Xbox really? isn't about; they're not about the console. They don't really give a shit about the console. Like they no, want to make the most,
1: everything to like, hey, just play our games. But the, yeah, that's, that's what Phil keeps saying.
0: It's about the brand, and to take a loss on a fifty dollar on fifty extra dollar. I mean, that does add up. Don't get me wrong; that does add up yeah, after yeah, you sell like a millions. thousand plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if majority of people are on your console buying your first party games or subscribing to you and paying your 16 something a month for game pass ultimate and are talking about xbox and are making that the household name and playstation is slowly diminishing microsoft has way more money to flex like they could do whatever the fuck they want because they're a bigger brand sony doesn't make very much money unless it is playstation so like playstation makes money the rest of sony isn't very profitable so like I mean, you can check their stock. Microsoft's is way higher than theirs, and it also doesn't fluctuate too drastically, like PlayStation or like Sony's does. So, they got I think big dick money, dude. I think Microsoft could suffer the extra fifty dollars to come out and say, "Look, last time we came out at what they? I think the last console was four ninety or was, was three ninety nine, right?" Can you look that up? Can you look up, because my keyboard's loud. Can you look up the Xbox One Connect bundle and how much that cost at launch? And, and then, whatever that cost, and PlayStation came out at $100 cheaper, and with not a peripheral that was required, they were able to sneak in and go, well, we're $100 cheaper. Now, if Microsoft comes... And they took a loss. that PlayStation took the loss. They they were coming out at a way cheaper price than what the actual console cost. If Microsoft comes out and says the Xbox is $350 or, God forbid, $300, which would be astronomically cheap, I would not think they were going to go below $400. But I think just to snipe, depending on if PlayStation comes out first, if PlayStation comes out and says we're $400 and Xbox comes out and we're like... We're three fifty, and then walked off the fucking stage. I think that will be the, the the giant middle finger to the Sony, and enough for them to possibly win the generation, because they'll be like, well, you can get the most powerful console for fifty dollars cheaper, which is enough for a game. You just get another game. You can, yeah. you can buy Halo with that extra money you're saving, or you can buy Game Pass with that extra money you're saving. <laughs> did Did you what look it up? What the
1: fuck? I can't find it. Oh bummer just showing me all current prices oh and i'm like what the fuck um but one of the frequently asked questions on google does sony own xbox <laughs> and uh, those okay. are the people that will no hopefully Gladys. pass
0: away in the darwinism <laughs> but <laughs> um um so that's what yeah. i'm saying 350 for xbox it was a hundred
1: dollar difference there's a hundred dollar difference yeah i know that
0: that was that was what i was saying yeah but i think that uh, if if Microsoft just says we're fifty dollars cheaper, and we're the most powerful. Fifty dollars cheaper and more powerful. And more powerful, yeah. and you can we'll, we'll throw in a couple months of Game Pass or whatever. Yeah, they it's will. over. It's over. You know, there's there's no reason to not get an Xbox. Three fifty is my prediction for the Xbox Series X as of April twenty twenty, and then four hundred dollars for the PlayStation Five. That's oh, my prediction. Boy. I hope you're
1: right. <laughs> I hope you're right. i would love to save some money
0: anything else you want to talk about with the console so far console watch april 2020 that's all folks all right let's move on to the second topic the fantasy draft yes the pt draft that happened uh just about did it happen last episode i think it happened at the last episode i don't know it's been a long time man we haven't recorded a lot because of this whole situation so anyway um here are the standings so far i'll break it down with the games included animal crossing new horizons was drafted by Klitz tits and naughty bits aka Taryn. uh the critic score was 90 which got her 21 points now remember the rules are if it, whatever a, um, a rating above 70, you get 1 point. Ergo, if you get 71, that is 1 point. If you get 69, you actually lose 1 point. Alright? So, Animal Crossing New Horizons got a 90, which was the critic score, which earned her 21 points. But, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX, she drafted that. And the critic score was 68, so she actually lost two points on that so her total fantasy points is 19. Hmm. how do you feel about that so far animal crossing get a hiding rate i Um, mean
1: we all could have called that she's jumped on it first
0: mm -hmm. I, i felt like that was a really solid pick uh she's actually been playing it i've been talking with her about it and she's she's loved it and i know a lot of other people that i work with say the same thing it's definitely great they keep trying to get me to buy it i'm like no i'm not gonna i got no i don't want to do jump into that sort of game i still have last of us to be um uh the rest of the games that she has is call of duty 2020 which is unannounced so far the wolf among us season two which was announced but no date on that currently tell me why Marvel's Avengers, the Square Enix game, the big AAA game that they have been creating the last couple of years, Gods and Monsters, Trials of Mana and Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Then, let's head on down to Dingleberry Fairy, which was yes. you Ashton, this is your crew. Um the the game that is currently being rated so far, it hasn't officially come out yet i don't think it comes out until uh as of recording this i think it comes out friday but final fantasy 7 remake it currently has a critic score of 88 uh which would give you 18 points i believe if my math is Yay. correct um uh, but that is not official yet so you don't currently have a point for that any points for that um Bleeding Edge was also a game that you drafted, which got a 66 from the critics, which actually gave you a minus four score. And so your total score as of currently is negative four. Because remember, Final Fantasy VII Remake has not officially came out yet, so reviews are still coming in for that. How do you feel so far with a negative four score?
1: Uh, I was disappointed with Bleeding Edge as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, it just doesn't have a lot of content so I, I, th-
0: I think it's a good idea there's just not a lot there right now. well there's
1: not a community on xbox for it right now mm-hmm. because xbox is full of casuals and casuals can't play a game like that yeah um
0: definitely very team oriented
1: yeah it's it's unfortunate i like it it's fun yeah
0: but especially not, when we get we got like three or four people in that game then it becomes really yeah. fun
1: it's it's pretty fun. You just got to have a team. If you're playing solo, you're literally going to end up uninstalling it. So,
0: Are you going to pick up Final Fantasy
1: VII? Uh, probably not. I have too many other games I got to play. Same, same.
0: I'm, I I don't know. I'm kind of debating on it myself. I have a GameStop gift card I might just pick, up, pick it up. Ugh, um, fuck GameStop. I got it for my birthday. <laughs> Calm down. My dad was like... He's, I, he just sent me a gift card. He's like, here's a $100 gift card to GameStop. I'm like, uh, all right. <laughs> so like, I've, ugh, I've, I've just okay. been buying Microsoft points, and then I'm just redeeming them because you can buy Microsoft points digitally, and then you just go on Xbox and just buy it. That's how I bought RE3. Um, mm. Anyway, the other games that you drafted uh, was Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, which does not currently have a release date, but it was announced. Minecraft Dungeons, uh, Godfall, Eden Rising, or Elden, Elden Rising, sorry, Elden Rising, or Elden Ring, sorry, sorry, I don't know what I was looking at, I was combining words together, there was dyslexia going on there, Elden Ring, you you were drafted, um, Super Meat Boy Forever, Battletoads, and Oddworld Soulstorm, how are you feeling about uh, those drafts, so, uh, uh, not sure
1: yet, okay, okay, <laughs> Super Meat Boy will probably do great,
0: mm-hmm. And then we'll head over down to Midtown Rising. This is Nate's team. Um, He had Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which was a critic score of 90, which got him 20 points. Yeah. And Half-Life Alex, which got a score of 92 on the critics and which got him 25 points. I don't know how that worked out. How's that work? Shouldn't that have got him like 22 points? hmm well, hopefully he doesn't score. win by a, like three points <laughs> um anyway critic score of 92 maybe it's still well no because if it gets points it's a certified reviewed game anyway uh he has 25 points for that Um, and uh the other games that he has is cyberpunk 2077 which is could put him way over uh forza motorsports 8 which is unannounced currently Uh, So no date, no, nothing has been announced yet. Halo Infinite, which also could be a very big game for him. Assassin's Creed 2020, which is currently unannounced. Uh, Some hard rumors, but no announcements for those. Microsoft Flight Simulator does have a, uh, it was announced, no release date for that, I don't believe. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion and an untitled Batman game from WB Games Montreal, which is unannounced at this current moment in time. Um, But we'll get into counterpicks in a second. So, currently, he has 48 points, which puts him in first place right now. Um, the reason why he has a couple extra points is because – I'll just talk about him now. He counterpicted Bleeding Edge against Ashton, which because it lost points for Ashton, he actually gained four points for that. But, yeah. Yeah. So, that's how this also works, too. There are counterpicks in the draft where if you choose a game and it does not great whatever the person that chose it however many points they lost ergo for example bleeding edge getting a 66 ashton lost four points but because nate counterpicked it uh the four points actually goes to Nate so he gets four extra points because of that. the other game he counterpicted was Battletoads, also against Ashton <laughs> so there's two games that he chose against you um <laughs> the the games that uh, that Ashton you chose was 12 minutes which I drafted and Gears tactics which is also a game I drafted and then um Taryn draft uh, counterpicked uh Watchdogs Legion which Nate currently has. And Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Quarantine, which is a game that I drafted. Um, going into my list, uh, Puka Prime is my team or my company. Uh, Resident Evil Three got an 81 from critics, which is great for me. That's uh, I got 11 points out of that. Doom Eternal got an 89 from critics, and which earned me 19 points. And Neo Two got an 85 which earned me 15 points. And so I got 45 points total. So I'm sitting at a close second place, which is still, it's still making me angry because I technically could be (laughs) like, I think tied with Nate. I think, yeah, I I could actually be beating him at this current moment in time. If half-life Alex, for some reason gave him 25 points, I'm still irritated with, but nonetheless, Mm -hmm. the games that I also drafted was the last of us part two, 12 Minutes, Ghost of Tsushima. Which Sashima. delayed
1: now, indefinitely.
0: <laughs> 12 Minutes? Or no, Last of Us Part Two, Yeah, Last of Us yeah. Part II. Um 12 Minutes, Ghost of Tsushima, Destroy All Humans, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Quarantine, and Gears Tactics. My games are all coming out really soon, so I hope that... And that now I do want to let everyone know we do have four spots to pick up other games that come out. There just hasn't been any games announced, so it's really hard for us to pick up any games right now. But so far, no one has. We still have the games that we drafted. Um, Resident Evil 3. I picked it up myself. I think it's going to be great anyway. Doom Eternal. I'm glad to see that that actually did good. Because I'm glad that the Doom franchise is continuing on pretty strong. Neo 2 I probably won't pick up. But I'm glad that that a new IP sequel um, is doing really well. Because that means they'll just probably make another one. Um, How are you feeling so far? Everyone... So, you know, wrapping things up uh, – or not wrapping things up, but to sum it all up, Nate's in first, I'm in second, Taryn is in third, and Ashton is in last place. How are you feeling so far?
1: Uh, it's not looking so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, a lot of you guys – a lot of the games that you guys drafted could come out and knock, you know, a home run here. Mine are just good. confirmed, so that's how I'm able to, like, score some points pretty early on right now. But – um. We got, I guess the upcoming releases right now is currently Ashton will get his game first, which is Final Fantasy VII, which will come out on the 10th of April. Trials of Mana comes out on the 24th of April, which will go to Terran. Gears Tactics comes out on the 28th, which is drafted by me, counterpicked by Ashton. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons comes out on May 26th. That is drafted by Ashton. Ghost of Tsushima is uh, uh, 626. Drafted by me. Marvel's Avengers is 904. Uh, drafted by Terran Counterpicked by me. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is September 17th. And that was drafted by Nate. Tell me why. Uh, coming summer 2020. Estimated. Drafted by Terran Godfall. Holiday 2020. Drafted by uh, Ashton. But counterpicked by me. And Microsoft Flight Simulator. 2020. Estimated. Drafted by Nate. So, yeah, okay, that's kind of where we're sitting at. Is there any games that you're kind of looking at? I mean, I'm obviously that would be kind of I don't know if that would be cheating if I asked you that I guess I could tell you if I had any, but or how do you feel the standings are what do you feel about the draft so far or if you want to talk uh, about specifically anything eh. <laughs> yeah do you feel I mean you know, do you feel like you can come back here?
1: maybe maybe depends on if some of these games are gonna release or not so
0: is there any game out that you have drafted that you're like this could this could bring me back in the game here
1: uh no no (laughs) i might have to do some work on my draft
0: so Mm -hmm. you might pick up a few games yeah Now, as a reminder for people back at home, if you guys want to know how we pick up games, you actually uh, put in a bid for a game. And then on the following Monday of whenever the week that we're lying in, uh, at midnight, it will click over to whoever bet the amount that will win. So, if you bet $10 and someone uh, bet $11, whoever bet the $11 will actually get the game, but you still lose the $10. So. It's a it's a gamble sort of thing, but we get a hundred dollars throughout the whole year, and once that hundred dollars is gone, it's gone. You don't earn no money after that, so you got to be very strategic about how we play this game. Um, but that's a little bit of an update on the uh, on our draft there. Wanted to go in with that. Um, any final words? Nope. Let's move it on. All right. Topic number three. Game of the decade. We are going to be talking about. Uh, the 2012 game of, the, of that year and the game of the year for 2013 as their representatives. Uh, there were a lot of really good games that came out in both of these years. We just had to sum it up into this list. There's a lot of those games. Um, Ashton, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some out here, and I guess you tell me which ones you've played. Um, sure. Uncharted Golden Abyss, which is a PS Vita game. I'm assuming no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Mass Effect 3. Uh, nope. I um, didn't get to play that one. Uh, Journey, PlayStation 3 game, PSN no. game. Uh Fez. I didn't get to play it, but I watched people play it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. Telltale's The Walking uh, Dead. i watched it on the YouTube channel. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Diablo 3. This is actually the PC launch. It came out in 2012. No, no okay. Civilization 5. Yes. Okay. Uh, Anything you want to say about that? It was fun. It was fun. It was a good game. (laughs) Uh, Guild Wars 2 came out uh, that year as well. Uh, No. Uh, Hotline Miami. No. Uh, Black Ops (laughs) 2. I did play that. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. We got one here. Um, You got anything to say about that? Why Uh, it should be Game of the Decade? uh, It was one of the
1: last... um good call to these, in my opinion um i don't know i guess for me it uh it took up so much of my time it was basically was that the one yeah that was the uh, one that had transit in it for the zombie map it was like the the first first iteration of zombies where you know you had like uh, all these crazy easter eggs all these crazy um these easter eggs always existed in the, in the in the zombie mode but it was uh really refined in this and you got actual achievements for doing said Easter eggs and it, people got more involved in the community and it was very difficult. Getting that Tower of Babel achievement was something else. But uh I don't know. It it was just um everything that they had been doing well, they just did better. It was a good improvement uh pretty much all around. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it.
0: Uh, and the last one I have here on the list is Persona 4 Golden, which was a not. PS Vita game as well. Um, yeah, he, the thing about 2012 for me, I think that I the reason why I thought it was so much of an iconicized year was because this was my year that I went to PAX for the first time. Went, uh, I went to PAX Prime 2012. Yeah, it was not called West. It was Prime. And um, yeah... Uh, that was still when they're doing three days and the whole thing, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but, uh, yeah, there really wasn't, there's a lot of really good games, but they're not really a lot of like big games. (laughs) Like there's, they're just like, Oh yeah, that game was awesome. That game was really good. Would I say it was like game of the decade? I don't know, but I would say there's a lot of really good contenders for some really good game of the year. Um, Uncharted: Golden Abyss, I think, is one of the reasons to own a Vita. And if you're an Uncharted fan, I think you can pick up a Vita pretty cheap now, uh, and I think it's worth playing. I think it's it's really cool. It's stuck on that console, so the only way you can play it is on Vita, and um, yeah, it's it's an Uncharted game portable, and it works. And there's some Vita gimmicks that it does do, but I think it's really fun. It and and it's a really good game. Mass Effect 3 wrapped up the Mass Effect saga to mixed reviews um (laughs) to say the least uh until they fixed fixed quote unquote the ending i had no problem with it but i also played it years later uh journey is still to this day one of those artsy games that a lot of people will say is one of the most beautiful games that exist i've not played it but i know that people really do love it fez is uh, one of those xpla psn games that just art style alone did really well and um was actually one of the uh, uh, in a documentary with super meat boy and uh bastion and things like that um the walking dead to me is still one of the best games ever created when it comes to story i know a lot of people will say like is that really a game to me i still think that it's it's what it is there's i think it's just written really well i've never felt so much emotion for a video game uh until that game i played until i played it i was playing as uh lee and helping this little girl named clementine uh, and having this choice decision around a franchise that at the time was really really popular and not necessarily Drawing too much off of it, but making it their own as like we're gonna make a walking dead game But it doesn't really have anything to do with what you see in the comics Uh, Diablo 3 is also my dad would say is game of the year (laughs) game of the decade. He's put way too many hours into that game Um, Civ 5 was my first civilization game. I ever played Guild Wars 2 I Have played but I'm not an MMO RPG person hotline Miami is obviously one of those big arcade games again as well And uh, Persona 4 Golden, uh, another Vita game that I think took what was really good about Persona 4 and then they just added a whole bunch of stuff. And then is was kind of a leaping stone for what they did with Persona 5 as of late, where they just created another game and added a whole bunch of content to. In Black Ops 2, I played that with pretty much everyone in high school and middle school. Middle school, right? 2012? No, high school. Um, Yeah, high school. And uh, yeah, that was a good Call of Duty game. That was one of the very few that I've actually beat, because uh, I'm starting to lose track now. But, yeah. um, if you could pick three of these games to move on to our elimination, what would you pick? Um, in no particular order as of right now, but Black Ops,
1: Diablo, and. Uh... Don't. It's hard. It's hard. You got either.
0: Uncharted, Golden Abyss, Mass Effect Three, Journey, Fez, The Walking Dead, Diablo Three, Civ Five, Guild Wars Two, Hotline Miami, Black Ops Two, and Persona Four Golden.
1: Mass Effect Three.
0: Mass Effect Three. Okay, mine would probably be The Walking Dead. Um, Persona Four. and (laughs) this is really hard because i don't okay we'll we'll get to this i'm gonna put mass effect 3 in there uh so i'm I'm crossing off the ones that didn't make it here um just because mass effect 3 got two votes i don't think deserves to be the game of the year (laughs) of that year um is there one that you're willing to go to bat for what I'm willing to go to bat for. Because right now we have Mass Effect 3, The Walking Dead, Diablo 3, Black Ops 2, and Persona 4 Golden. Not I un- really. Okay.
1: Um, this wasn't a big gaming year for me. This mm-hmm. is I wasn't really branching out that much uh, in that year. Um, I wasn't trying new genres or anything like that for myself. It was just Call of Duty, and that's it. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really branch out a whole lot. I was also grounded most that year, so
0: <laughs> got it. Yeah, see, this was the year I started branching out because of PAX and things like that, and I'm like, oh, there's cool games. There's these other types of games I've never heard of. Because um, to me, I think the Walking Dead is 2012 game of the year. It, I, it's it, I've said this since 2012. I've never felt emotion. I got Christian into playing it. We played it on the channel earlier on. Um, I still think it holds up. I think it was it, it catapulted tellt- Telltale to being this iconic company before it flopped and did its thing. But, you know, at the time it was it was like holy crap. They finally made a game that is really fun and can tell a story. Um I know a lot of people will fight the fact of can you call it a game? And I still I will say there's there's game-like tendencies to it. So I'm willing to put game-like tendencies to it. Yeah, but I mean, you For can sure. say that about The Last of Us too. I mean, it's it's a there's, there's shooting and stuff, but it's mainly a movie. It's like, you know, it's just an interactive movie with some action and shoots and pow-pows. But, I mean, there's moments... There's You know, you're choosing an adventure. You're choosing the paths that you're going to take that will affect this whole ripple effect of whoever dies or who continues on into the next game or the next episode. Um, I don't know. I just got to say it's still the walking dead unless you can talk me down my my ladder here i'm also willing to do that uh,
1: walking dead is almost all fucking dialogue uh i know you're comparing it to last last of us nowhere near the amount of fucking i know
0: that but but i mean like i don't know it to me is um to me it's still this like I don't know. I, I feel like it. It's 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 just so good. I I, I know. I I guess I don't know. So I would wouldn't you say call you... it
1: a masterpiece? It has good storytelling. It have a lot of sure. Games I know. guess I
0: wouldn't say it's a masterpiece. But you know, it's
1: it's you know, none of these games, you know, are really true masterpieces. I I don't know. I didn't get to play Diablo three. I just know a lot of people. A lot of fucking people love that game and still even play it.
0: Yeah, my dad. Right now. My dad's one of them. He's beaten um, that game, I think, seven times because he beats it and then yeah. he does New Game Plus and then continues it in a harder difficulty and then beats it and then continues it again. Yeah. It's literally so, I mean, like the only game he plays on my his app. Xbox. I
1: have, on my list. I have one or two people on my friends' list that were playing it yesterday. Man. I was like, what the fuck?
0: Now, I, right, I do yeah. want to say today. for people that are wondering, are we rating the one that came out no this is the release we're only talking about when the games officially release for the first time there's no like oh you can say this so that's why diablo 3 is being talked about in 2012 we're not talking about the i think it's 2014 when it came to consoles so but still it's the same game practically still yeah
1: it's it's a port it's the same fucking thing
0: so are you saying that Um, diablo 3 should be game of the year for 2012
1: I, i am uh, I feel like that game definitely has more longevity. It's more appealing to other people because of the art style is just more up to snuff. Whereas art style, The Walking Dead, in my opinion, is kind of hard to look at. It's just a lot of hard lines, and you know they they were focusing a lot on the storytelling, which is what Telltale does. You know, it's they they're that way for a reason. Yeah, but it's not as like. It's not nearly as like good looking and eye-catching as say like the wolf among us right sure. it's it's but it's just for that universe walking dead universe it's supposed to look drab and like shit mm-hmm. but you know it's still not like fun to look at you know sure the storytelling is phenomenal but you're not going to have those gameplay elements that you want from playing a video game whereas like something like mass effect very bright polished storytelling people. Didn't like some of the storytelling, from what I hear. It's the, the gameplay. Ending. The ending core, is what people didn't like, but the gameplay at its core is like yeah. smooth. Yeah, a lot of people. So, you know, the it's...
0: the main beef that people had with Mass Effect Three was they mm. didn't like the fact that this is a spoiler, light spoiler, that um it all came down to one decision, like choose door A, door B, door C sort of situation, where. They thought that like, oh, because of all this decisions of like the last three games and last 10 years of whatever the fuck I've been doing is going to all make up to this point. No, it it just it's it's another decision. You just make ABC. So that's why people didn't like it. I didn't care because I was like, yeah, I've been doing this this whole game series. Like, of course, I'm going to make a decision at the last moment. So, um, cause Fable did it too. You know, it's not a big deal. I, yeah, I no but Fable's
1: was terrible. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> but Fable the, 3, like, well, unless you're talking about like the money and whatever. Fine, yeah. I guess. But, but it's just, yeah, yeah, I don't know.
0: So, okay. I'm willing to concede to The Walking Dead because it is, I guess, to each their own on that game as well. I definitely wouldn't give it a 10. I'd probably give it a high 8 or a 9. Um, when it comes to storytelling and gameplay I think Mass Effect 3 did a really good job because it's a Mass Effect game but I also have to rate it based on the game itself and Diablo 3 I do know that a lot of people do love it I'm willing to vote that one in too
1: yeah I think it comes down to those two
0: Um, and uh, I think based I on know. how many people are still playing Diablo 3 and the fact that it is a fun game it's a game that uh you literally could have four people playing on console with uh on the same screen it's one of the very they they took the time to make uh, a feature like that in that game i'll give it to him i'll give diablo 3 all right we'll do it diablo 3 for 2012 yep all right to 2013 2013 uh we have tomb raider the 2013 remake of tomb raider telling lara's story uh a new Lara story uh starring camilla Luddington. How, how did you play this one did you play tomb raider 2013
1: uh no i haven't played any tomb raider games. oh disservice 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 uh
0: bioshock infinite also came out the i did play that uh, i didn't get to beat it oh my god that has a the whole point of it is to play that I so never, you beat the game i never
1: owned it but oh, it was my uh my dad rented it and then uh he, Turned it in before I beat it.
0: Dang. Fuck. That game, it, it it was uh, it's a now you can buy it in the uh, what do you call it? Collection, the Bioshock collection. Yeah, the inf- yeah. The you BioShock get it. played in Magnificent. I, 4K, I didn't like
1: yeah. it as much as the setting underwater for one and
0: two. I, I, two still my favorite. Two is your favorite. Oh. Oh. Yuck. Yeah. No. Infinite's great because it uh it ties everything all up, uh in that um. The Last of Us came out in twenty thirteen as well. Mm, uh, yeah. Summer release. I, love that game. I remember uh, standing in the middle of game crazy and showing and, and telling Christian like, "Oh yeah, this game. I saw it on G four. I'm like, oh man, there's so many references in, in this callback that it, <laughs> that it sounds fake." <laughs> but uh, wow,
1: yeah, yeah, that was. I don't know. I've I've actually beaten that game twice. I did
0: New Game Plus of Last of Us, mm. and uh, I actually put played it online for a little. So. hmm. Um, animal crossing new leaf this is a 3ds game 3ds game or ds game 3DS. yeah yeah did you play this um no Sky guy play this no i,
1: I yeah oh. she played that Wait, she cool. i i wasn't a ds player
0: fair enough fair enough
1: i stopped after the game boy s the game boy sp <laughs> that shit was awesome
0: my dad had an sp i had a game boy advance that shit was tight uh, Dota 2 came out on PC in 2013 as well, as of what I saw on the Wikipedia, so don't shoot me Dota fans, I don't know. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. flag.
1: Arguably the <laughs> most popular. Yes, uh,
0: it, is my, it is probably my favorite Assassin's Creed.
1: Uh, yeah, I stopped time. at 3. I stopped <sighs> at 3.
0: Yeah, the reason why I played 4, because I was like, oh, it's a pirate game. There aren't very many of these. And at the time, and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll play this. And it's just good. I, I liked the character. I think he plays Edward. In the, no, Edward is in three, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you find out that like four is the grandfather of three, which the father is the one in Rogue. And those are, like, the only three Assassin's Creed's that are, like, generation. Like, boom, boom, boom. The other ones are just, now they're all over the place. They're just like, yep, it's uh, back in time, you know? (laughs) So, um, another little game uh, by a very small studio, um, Rockstar, came out with Grand Theft Auto V in 2013. Um, Obviously, GTA V, to this day, is still one of the biggest video games of all time and it's just so ashton can you form the sentence of how good it is how good is gta 5 it
1: is the top grossing game of all time
0: so would you say it's so fucking good it
1: is so fucking
0: good. It I I really the the, the store, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Tell me why here's the thing. Think. Okay, all, the right, thing. all right, all right. Let me let me let me let me sit back here. <laughs> the, the little
1: details that you get here. So they brought people in with a script and uh were like, hey, say these lines, you know, they got people off the street to come in, you know, do some voice acting for like random pedestrians or like gangsters or whatever you run into. They literally threw the script out and like, no, that's not how we talk. We say shit like this and they just let him go. They just let him go. Hey, yeah, just say it. Just say whatever the fuck you want and we're going to put it in the video game. Somebody says killing makes my dick hard in that game. (laughs) Yeah, Um, fucking awesome. Yeah, the game is just fucking great and they keep adding. It's all free content all the time. You don't have to pay for anything in the game. It is a grind, but it's a fun grind. It's a fucking sandbox, basically. You're, you just run around, and they have, like, fucking cars that have rockets on the back of them and shit. Now, at the time, it didn't have that.
0: Mm-hmm. but GTA Online would not come until about a year later, but yes. Yeah, you're right. Yes.
1: But if we're talking about that version of the game, just the story, mm-hmm. the story was awesome. Yes. The story is fucking amazing, and there's tons of Easter eggs in it. You get to place three characters. You got to place Franklin. Uh this uh this black dude who basically steals cars for for a living. Um you have fucking Trevor. Um oh yeah, Trevor. Trevor, who's arguably the best. He's fucking crazy con man, trailer park trash dude who I think the first time you see him, he's fucking some dude's wife. Yep.
0: Actually, it's um, the guy from Lost in the Damned. It's the guy's yeah. wife from Lost in the Damned, which the which, which was a funny snap. callback, because most people wouldn't know that GTA reference, but everyone hated GTA Four, so the first thing you see Trevor do is stomp a mud hole into this dude and kill him, because everyone hated yeah. Lost in the Damned.
1: It was fucking great. Uh, you also had um, Michael. And then Michael, who's basically this uh, old... Um, older dude who had like this crazy bank heist with with Trevor back in the day um, and he's just kind of like chilling in life yeah he's and a witness protection sort of. yeah he's, he's witness protection because he sold everybody out and you know there's that and then he has a shithead kid uh, kids fucking, uh, well the main one he Jimmy. has a slut
0: and a dumbass <laughs> yeah
1: he's fucking stupid I don't know but like there's like different numbers you can use to like dial on your phone and like they just have so many like weird little tiny things like you can actually call the numbers on all the boards. um it's fucking crazy like mm-hmm. the, the amount of detail that went in this game and might I add the world is fucking massive yeah it is a massive world it's basically modeled after California which apparently they did a spot-on job uh according to people who actually live there. Based on so, the
0: uh LA areas, where Los yeah, Santos on LA, yeah. yeah,
1: Los Santos. So, it's yeah. uh
0: I mean it to, is awesome. To me, it, it GTA 5 is just to me is still one of the best stories in video games and it's a game. It's a video game that has a fantastic story. There's no Wait, other game, it, right? what was that? You beat it, correct? Oh yeah, I've I've 100% oh, it okay. or not 100% it. I've almost Hundred of it on Xbox. That's the, the first I've gotten. I love the
1: interrogation on. where you get to pick what you're using to torture guy. To- oh yeah, there's that too. Um, Took a good car battery to his legs.
0: There's also Sorry. the serial killer side mission thing. That's not even a fucking mission. It's just something you go do. I'm like, what? How is there a thing like that? There is an Easter egg in GTA V where, as uh, if you go to Trevor's like little like back alley, you know, trailer park thing you'll see a trailer that's burned down and that is a clue to go to another location to go to another location to then you go and you go to this little island and you'll see that there are bodies like put into the water and they've just sunk to the bottom and it's it's all tied to the serial killer of Los Santos. What what other game does that? It's not even a mission. You just go do that and you'll find that it's like mm-hmm. uh there's also an easter egg if you 100% the game, you can see a UFO on a stormy day. Um on Mount Chiliad I think is the mountain. Yep. But yep. the thing there's about There's also a ghost up there. There is a ghost and there's up a there Sasquatch down the mountain. Yeah, there is a sas <laughs> uh, well, yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's a side quest, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a side mission.
0: Um but yeah, there's uh the the reason why I to, to me this game is just amazing is the fact that the story i've never played a story where i can play as three different characters and it doesn't feel like i'm getting yanked out out of my socks to go and do another thing where i'm like oh god now i gotta go play as trevor or now i gotta go play as michael every time i got put into another thing i'm like okay cool what's going on with michael like what what's happening or what's going on with trevor or what's going on with franklin they're so good together and then they all you you slowly start to figure out that like they all need each other Like Trevor needs a friend that he lost. He truly loved and would go to battle for and he lost him. And then now he got him back. And so, and then you got uh, Franklin, who doesn't have a father figure in his life that grows up on the streets that's trying to figure out, like, his aunt hates him, and he's kind of a fuck up, and he doesn't really know what to do with his life because he's just this young kid that doesn't know what to do, but then Michael starts to, like, kind of show him that fatherly thing of, like, maybe not in the right ways, but he's showing him, like, how to be a man sort of thing, and Michael is starting to see that in Franklin of, like, hey, you know, I'm... I'm treating this kid like I should be probably treating my family. And so he starts to figure out that, like, I have a family now. I should be treating them with love and compassion or whatever. And you start to realize, like, how deep is this fucking game? <laughs> like, what is... I thought this yeah. game was about slapping hookers and stealing cars. Like, what is this whole game? Um, But, yeah, you notice that there's actually, like, a heart to the game and that there's actually a story to this game. And it's fun to play. And then GTA Online came in and is. Ben, you know, 2013, so we're we're we've passed 5 plus years on this game now. And yeah. And you know, I got to say
1: my my favorite mission was uh as Michael, where you get high as fuck and you think you get abducted by aliens Oh and you yeah. And he starts skydiving.
0: <laughs> yeah. They all have a mission where they do that. They all have a mission where they get high. Yeah. Uh I think Trevor's is he gets so high that he starts to shoot clowns. Like you yes. have to shoot off these hordes. Just shooting of up the town. Yeah, he's just essentially killing thousands of people, <laughs>
1: basically on fucking bath salts mass murder. <laughs> with, with a death machine.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, it's just it's just so good. It's just so good. I think, unfortunately, all of these games that came out in the year 2013, though they are so good, from Tomb Raider to Bioshock to Animal Crossing to Assassin's Creed to The Last of Us to Dota, it's like it's just that was a really good year and they all did they all came out like beginning of the year middle yeah, of the year out, yeah. end of the year 2013 was a really good year of games um there wasn't a lot i mean
1: all these games were games, so right? good and so spaced out well that they didn't affect each other at launch yeah so it's honestly i'm i'm already giving it grant th- we talked about this yeah, game i don't yeah. know how long already so i mean we we already know that this is
0: a game yeah i would definitely say gtas GTA 5 is game of the the year for 2013. So when it all comes down to it, uh, Diablo 3 will be representing 2012 um, and GTA 5 will be representing 2013. Red Dead Redemption will be representing uh, 2010 and Minecraft will be representing 2011. So, in the next episode, maybe we'll do fourteen and fifteen. I'm not sure depending on how much we want to kind of rush through these. We just want to keep track of them. and I didn't know when this whole th- when will start becoming available where Ashton can come over to my house and start recording again. but until then we're we might double up on stuff just to make things kind of flow a little bit faster so we can get game of the decade done. But uh, yeah, that's gonna wrap things up unless you got any final words for game of the decade.
1: Stay safe out there, guys.
0: okay. That had nothing to do with the game of the decade, but that's a good closing statement. We're going to go on that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for listening to BitCade. Um, if you guys want to watch more stuff, make sure you hit subscribe button to wherever you are listening to this. YouTube, audio, whatever. Uh, go to primaltarget.com. Go check out Ashton Ware.
1: Mixer.com slash primal target.
0: Mixer.com slash primal target. Link's in the description below, as well as all of our other social media. You can follow me at Ryan A. Moore. You can follow him at sticky underscore ash and that is going to be bitcade thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys in the next episode good night everybody and watch Bye. your hands
1: oh. <laughs> does it count if i let my dog lick my hands
0: yeah i think that counts
1: yeah okay